Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, happy Monday, everybody out there in listening land. I am so excited today. My podcast is featuring two dynamite people. They are the owners and co-creators of EC Fitness and Nutrition, and we're talking about JT and Debbie Moyer. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you for thank having you. us. Yeah, thank you so much. I am excited because, you know, everything counts for kids is what that EC stands for. And I'm a believer in that as well. We, we've talked a little bit off the air about our background and some of the things that, Debbie, that you and I have in common. And I think that what you guys are offering and what your program stands for, which is at the heart of how you guys believe that teaching good fitness and nutrition habits for life is so important, that this is going to just be a fabulous show. And, I, and I, Debbie, what I like to do, and, and JT as well, I really like to start my show off just letting our listeners know a little bit about who you are. So why don't you, I'll let ladies go first. Debbie, tell us a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, absolutely. So I am from Arizona. In fact, I am in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. And my kids are all here, my family. So um, I started over here. My story starts over here. And I'm going to say with EC Kids, it started doing Girl Scouts. I did Girl Scouts for 12 years from the time my daughter was in kindergarten till she graduated. She's um, almost 39 now. And <laughs> my particular um, way I did my girls is the same philosophy that we use with EC Kids. We're all-inclusive. Anybody could join. Um, all abilities. And I had 45 kids in my troop. I, I took them all from daisies to cadets. Wow. Anybody get the gold, the, um, what, what is it called? Um, what's, the, what's the thing when they get, like, it's like the Boy Scouts get their, their award. What's the, it's the Golden Oak. Is that what it's called? Yeah. My, I had only, I think, one girl do that. Uh-huh. Um, it's yes. a very challenging thing to oh, do. Oh, boy. It sure but, is. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's so, pretty but, cool. Um, Go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. It's absolutely cool. So anyway, that's kind of where the um, the large group, everybody ages, because I would have all the girls, daisies all the way up, all at the same meeting for like two hours, three hours at a time. And mm-hmm. it worked because the older ones helped the younger ones. It all worked. That's kind of like what we do with EC Kids. It's all included 
and it just functions as a really great family, and they all have, like, a place to go, a place to feel connected, and, yeah, that's kind of my story. I've <laughs> Then I moved to California when I met JT and um, started from there. That's great. That's a great story, and congratulations for all those years. People don't always realize just what's involved in being a scout leader. And for you to take them from Daisy Girls, which wasn't the, I don't know, were you a Girl Scout yourself, Debbie? I'm just curious. Oh, I was. Yeah. I sure there, weren't, was. There, wasn't, there weren't Daisy Scouts when you and I were in Girl Scouts, or at least not when I was in Girl Scouts. I still have my sash. Okay, so there's you your background. <laughs> you know, really, I have my pins, I have my sash, I have my pin when I went from being a brownie to a Girl Scout. Okay, that's crazy. But that's not what we're talking yep. about today. Yep. So, so hmm. JT, oh, my gosh, you, my friend, have quite the background. Go ahead. Just just brag about how cool you are, my friend. Tell us about yourself. Oh, you're so awesome. And you're on, JT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's cool. He's really cool. He, he is cool. <laughs> oh, thank you. She's, she's like the, my applause uh, everywhere we go. So, and I appreciate her. She's like down to the business manager. So uh, we make it work together. But I started when I was a kid doing acting and doing plays in four, from the fourth grade on in New Haven, Connecticut. And um, then I went to college for theater and dance at UConn and then um, got a job on a national tour with Sesame Street Live playing Grover, who is more <laughs> exciting than any of my Broadway credits <laughs> being on Broadway. So, <laughs> I go, oh, you did 2,000 shows on Broadway? Oh, but you did Grover? Oh, okay. That's (laughs) That's funny. Oh, gosh. That's funny. uh, I always did acrobatics. I always did gymnastics when I was young. So I took all those skills that I, I learned actually for free because two guys left college came into the inner city to teach kids uh, gymnastics. So it's all going around full circle for us. And um, so I got to use all my skills uh, in acting, dance, Broadway shows, stunts, coordinating, and came to L.A. and just um, ended up when I met Debbie. We figured out that um, we would find a way to spend more time together and um, uh, produce a better product as far as uh, kids in programs and uh, something dynamic, something uh, fun, something interesting, and entertaining all at the same time. So we uh, were literally walking on the beach. Right. And you know what's so – and you know, I know I'm looking at a picture of you at the beach. Um, You know what's so interesting (laughs) is that it's because you love this. It's because it's – it's not that it's not work. It, it's 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 an employment, but but you love it, and because you love it, it comes across. That passion comes across, and that's why you're 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 so successful. So, I know that um, EC stands for Everything Counts for Kids, and so let's mm-hmm. talk. Let's start talking about that part of your business. When I'm going to ask you this, JT. So when did you start? And really, how did you come up with the idea to even begin EC Kids? 
Well, I was um, managing a gym here in Los Angeles for about 20 years, and then I figured um, Debbie and I are both A-type personalities and Mm -hmm. leaders, and so we figured um, we can do this and um, do a great job just giving kids all kinds of alternative things that they don't get in a typical gymnastics class. Um, So we thought we'd step, raise up, the level of the thrill in the, taking it to the ninja warrior level and teaching kids uh, fitness and nutrition and putting that element into it. And a lot of people don't like to touch that, but we like to make sure that we add, um, because everything counts basically, and we want to, to get something that's included, everything throughout the kid's daily life that they can control and um, do something about. So we figured that, and make it entertaining and fun as well. So we wanted the high quality pr- uh, production level uh, programs, and that's what we base everything we do on. And when did you start? When did you begin your EC Kids? Um, unofficially, the 2015, well, officially actually, we got a, started the business. And then we left our jobs uh, at the beginning of 2017 and started full force with um, with EC Kids. So uh, we've been out on our own for the last four years. Nice. That's really amazing. nice. It is amazing. And, you know, we're going to be talking about Ninja because, frankly, that that is a show I record. I I love that show. <laughs> I, I do. I, I I'm and and some of these young kids that have been on that show that are you know really young are pretty. I mean, not to say the older adults aren't amazing, but some of these young kids are just phenomenal. But everything that you do at EC Kids isn't. We're and we're going to talk about that. It, it isn't all just ninja base, correct? It that that is a component. No. Okay, good. No, we'll be we'll, everything that basically gymnastics based skills that teach kids uh, agility strength balance coordination and everything to build up their confidence for whatever they want to do in life because you do we have do. to be we confident also, yes we also add in there the nutrition part of it at a level that the kids can do because we know kids don't go grocery shopping we know that they don't cook their own food so when we talk to the kids about nutrition, we talk about simple things like drinking water, um, eating your apple or fruit or vegetables, things that they can control, um, getting enough sleep, things like that at that level. And we put all of those things, as well as the fitness that we um, teach, into our songs that we write. JT is a fabulous, <laughs> fabulous songwriter. So, uh, yeah, we, we try to take care of the whole child. Every child matters to us. And everything, like we say, you do say, eat, makes, you know, a healthier you. So, right. you know, at their age, it's all seeped in and they grow as they grow up. It's just in them. They know the, you know, some of the things that's going to keep them healthy. Right, and and we've we've talked about this. I mean, my kids, you know, are in their mid forties, but they weren't taught nutrition in school. Well, I don't care at what grade level. Now, I have a friend that's a kindergarten teacher, and she is teaching it 
as part of curriculum Good in her, her class to start having yeah. kids understand this because, and we, we, I mean, let's face it, education has taken a major hit right now, so um, everything has changed. I mean, what we've all had to pivot in some form or another, but that doesn't change the overall working of our bodies. And by, like you said, like um, good nutrition, good exercise, and you know, I would say good as a B. Let's 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 mark the grade up from a B to an A, and say excellent exercise, excellent nutrition, and and that sleep component as well. You know, we know kids spend a great deal of time in front of their devices. I do. I, I mean, I know what that's like, and we also know that that sleeping is as vitally important as the other two components. I think what you're doing is phenomenal. And, Debbie, you have quite a story, and I would really like to hear about your very first client. I think his name, is his name Edwin? It is, it is. Tell me, let's hear about Edwin. Absolutely. So I worked for a retail store, and I came from Arizona, and the group of managers and some employees there, they always did these biggest loser contests where they'd mm-hmm. all throw in like $50 into a pot and whoever lost the amount most weight in six weeks or whatever time frame they chose um, got that, you know. And so they called me. I was on vacation in Arizona with JT, and they called and asked me if I wanted to do it. And I've never done like, I don't know. And they talked me into it. I hung up the phone and I told my kids, and my son says, they don't know you very well, do they? Because I don't <laughs> like to lose. And I started that very moment, even though the contest didn't start till later, I said, I'm on it. Sorry, guys, I'm on it. So long story short, I, I did watch what I ate a little bit here and there. You know, I did my best, and I was running mm-hmm. like crazy, just running like crazy, um, I did win that contest. So mm-hmm. the next time they did it, I couldn't exercise because I'd injured my foot. I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? And I just started Googling nutrition, and I would set myself down at bookstores and read. And I lost twice as much weight with nutrition than I did when I was doing both. And I'm like, a light bulb went off. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And right at that time, a young man named Edwin started. And Edwin weighed almost 500 pounds. And he was so young. I think he was 19. Just a fantastic young man. But he'd walk with his head down. And he, he wouldn't say much. And I just, my heart went out to him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Between JT and I, I go, we can help him. We can help him. So I went home, and I talked to JT, gave him the story. And he said, absolutely. So, you know, Jillian Michaels and The Biggest Loser on TV was all the rave then. Right. And and like, that's what we're going to do. So his family is Hispanic. His mom and dad don't speak English that well. And um, his sister-in-law at the time was staying there. She was, I'll do it with you, Edwin. I'm going to do it with you. So she was our translator. And we would go into their home. We would open their cupboards. I would read the labels and teach them how to read the labels. I would bring food over and I would do all of the things. And you just saw their, little, their faces like aha moments. Like that's why people read labels. 
that's why you do that. They just didn't know. There's a, mm-hmm. a big gap between the doctors and the patients where they just keep giving them pills. Mom had a big pack of all kinds of stuff. So it helped her understand, like, I get it now. So we did that. We took them shopping. Edwin walked. He worked with them. Between Edwin and Maggie in seven months, they lost. Like, Edwin lost 140 pounds with us in seven months. Maggie lost 80. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And we started working with adults. And the funny thing is both of our backgrounds working with children. Yeah. Are so challenging. They're so challenging. I told one woman, I said, because she just was coming back with, well, can't I, can't I? So I did the matrix. I said, all right, you can take a blue pill or you can do this nutritional outline that we did. She goes, give me the pill. And I'm <laughs> making a joke like the matrix, red pill or blue pill. And that's the way adults think. They want the easy way out. And I'm like, okay. We need to pivot because, first of all, that's not fun, and we love working with children. Let's start them off when they're little, and it trickles up. Their parents come in and go, hey, you know what? My kids just took me shopping, and we made oatmeal energy balls that you made at camp. We picked it all out, or we made pinwheels, and they're so excited about eating spinach, you know, in our very green giant smoothies. They can't believe it. It trickles hmm. up, so that's. That's, and that's what happened. We did a, a big pivot is where our hearts are anyways. And we yes. just said, you know, working with kids is what we really do anyways. You know what I like you about what you it. just Yes, you do. And you know what I, what I like about what you just said, Debbie? We always hear about trickle down. But I like the fact that you said trickle up because that's <laughs> really what happened here. Uh, just to be clear, Edwin did not go on the program of The Biggest Loser. Am I correct about that? No. No, no, yeah, no. Not okay. at all. Not at okay. all. Okay. Because that is a show. I, 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 I watched that show, too. And I, I was always intrigued by how they helped. And, and, was, and Maggie, what's Maggie's relationship to Edwin? Well, at the time, she was um, engaged to his brother. That, no, that didn't happen. But at the time, okay. she was engaged a fam- to his brother. Friend. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. so she was also heavy. So she was also a benefit. She was also benefited by this as well. Yes. God, this is great. I, I, okay, so I'm curious. So maybe somebody else listening is curious before we before I ask you the next question, JT, and that is. How is Edwin doing today? Has he been able to maintain his his um, weight loss? Well, I can answer that one. Unfortunately, Edwin, when we started with him, he was 19. And when he hit 21 and became of age, you know, yes. he was feeling good. He had lost that much. And he kind of strayed from the program we had him on and from us. And was starting to have fun with his friends because, yeah, you kind of lose the baby. And you go, oh, I'm good now. And unfortunately, it did come back. But Mm. I've learned recently through his family that he's he's back on it again. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? It's a good lesson that, you know what? Nutrition is there forever. You can't do these fad diets. 
you can't, you know, you just mm-hmm. got Eat, try to eat right every day. Do the best you can not to keep yourself up for it. Okay. And you know what I bet you would say, because this is part of the vocabulary in my yoga class, and I bet without saying it, this is what you're thinking, without judgment. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Without Absolutely. judgment. And, and when people feel less judged, they are much more likely to say, okay, okay, they're not mad at me, okay, they're not judging me, I, I can do this, I'm going to try again. And I think that that's really, really an important lesson for all of us, starting with ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, so well, let me ask. The most exciting part is, Yes? I was going to say, the most exciting part is how philosophy was to educate, you know, to give them wings to fly to not keep mm-hmm. them forever, like some places mm-hmm. do. And that's yes. what we did with Edwin. I feel like we, we gave him wings, and now he's actually doing it on his own. Wonderful. So, yeah. That's, that's a good news story. So, JT, I yeah. know that EC Kids is known as a place where fitness meets entertainment, but what, where, where does, where, how, does, how do the two come? How does, how does it combine? Well, when we first started, um, we would do seminars at schools, and we would do basically give lectures, and um, we we just always wanted to make sure it was really fun and exciting, and they were interested in getting the information. So, um, being on Sesame Street with working with Jim Henson and their crew, and hearing the music and how the messages went to the kids, but they always had a little bit for the adults interested so um we we said we can get the information to them with the music so then we started writing songs for all ages so young kids even up to high school kids when we teach at, at crossroads school they say that they're in the cafeteria on the table singing our songs like fame like black like like fame. <laughs> they love it i i just saw two kids uh from high school uh yes this weekend, and they said, oh, you are my coach. Oh, that was, my, that was our favorite part, the music in, in the nutrition classes. That was, that was so fun, and they're, they're, you know, in high school now. So um, it really does make an impact. It not only makes it more entertaining, but it allows them to retain the information because it's in your head. If you hear any of our songs... <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. anywhere, watch the videos or anything, it'll be in your head all day. As a matter of fact, the Chamber of Commerce, president of the Chamber of Commerce <laughs> in Culver City, has a little as a son, and we gave him a, TV, a CD, and he's listening to it when he's in the kid, but not in the car. So, <laughs> so uh, Oh, gosh. that That's, you know what? You just, you just reminded me. That's how we connected. Through the chamber, right. because I'm a chamber yeah. of commerce member. You know, you're, side note, you're going to have to come. I'm, I'm responsible for all the programs. I'm at my Rotary Club, and I'm responsible for a lot of things at the chamber. You'll have to come and visit us, because I would agree oh, with you. Let's do it. You know, just the, the music is um, very much important to my life. 
um, rainy days and Sundays. You know, I'm, 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 it's mm-hmm. raining right now, and I'm hearing music in my head. In fact, there's always a soundtrack going on. So if there's a soundtrack going on in my head, and you've written a catchy song about, you know, um, something having to do with eating carrots, and now this kid is still humming it, and it's like, darn, oh, Mom, Mom, where are the carrots? Let's just run up to the store and get some carrots. You know, I, I, I can That's see. Great. Isn't that great? Gosh. So, um, um, so, Debbie, I, I wanted to ask you something because uh, uh, a little bird told me that you were always very crafty growing up. Um, I won't tell you who the little bird was, but I think he wore blue, or maybe that was Oscar. What color does Grover wear? I can't remember. Did Grover wear blue also? He wore blue. That's what I thought. Well, anyway, so how is it that you can sort of combine that crafty side of you with the EC Kids programming? So when we do camp, our thing that we tell our parents, every child matters. If I, and they have a little consent form they fill out, and we ask what the kids like. Now, we work with all abilities. Kids of all abilities are all together. And a lot of times, like, we had one parent say he likes to read. He just loves to read. And so we, I set up a book nook. You know, sometimes if they're on the spectrum, they like a little private, secluded, and I put all the pillows I could find. I threw books over there. So we'd have a place to go that calmed him down. And when he walked in that door and saw he had a spot, he was just, it made his whole day, and he was able to stay with us the entire day of camp. Mom Mom was there thinking, he was going to turn around and go, and he was mm-hmm. able to stay. So that's what we do. We look at every child as an individual, what their needs are, and we make sure there's something there at our camp or our classes that is that they're going to walk in. It's like getting the Christmas present that you wanted. Like, oh, my gosh. So I do that with my art. So we at camp we have tables set up, and the kids can walk over at any time during the day they can do ninja, they can walk over and do the art department, we call it. They can paint, they can make um, fuse beads, which are where you iron them. They love that. They can do beaded necklaces. There's like five or six different things that they can do as their outlet. Not only that, I have rice and beans and sensory stuff out that kids like to calm them down and to play <laughs> with. Um, the, some of the children on the spectrum. The cool thing is, you look over, and all the kids are there with them because they want to play with the rice and beans too. Oh, so I love that. It's so interdated, you know. I've got a child that loves puppets. I went out and I bought every puppet I could find. I got a hundred puppets. I set them up in a little tent for her. We bought a little um, tent that goes in the tent for her puppet show, and she sets in there. And other kids come in, and they play with her. And she, it, so everybody has their best day. That's what we focus on, and that's where the crafts come in. It's just fine motor skills and allowing them to express themselves through their art and, you know, as a community. They, they're a little community with kids. You know, it's so, 
And I love what you just said. Everybody, you want everybody to have their best day, and it doesn't necessarily. You just talked about something that has nothing to do with climbing a ropes um, course or jumping mm-hmm. off a trampoline. You're talking That's about. Right. You're, so when and I wanted to find the word camp because camp might mean something different to whoever's listening. So camp. Is camp for you a location as opposed to in the summer we send our kids to camp? Sure. So for us right now, we are, we did, last summer we did camp at Veterans Memorial Park in Culver City. And we did, um, I think it was six hours, five hours. They dropped their kids off. And we have, it's super cool. I mean, we have all the ninja stuff out all of these tents and tables up. We have these beautiful flags that are roped around the trees, and we create this fun zone. That's the first thing the kids hear. This is the fun zone. You don't leave the fun zone without an adult. So it's very um, safe. We have adults working with us. Um, There might be CITs there to help out and do art, but Mm -hmm. we have adults that we hire that are um, used to working with kids, and there, so it's a great safe place, even though it's outside, for kids of all abilities to come. We even have children that um, bring a one-on-one or an adult with them sometimes, which is great. And those those uh, adults are like, I want to be a kid again. Even our parents go, we want to be kids. We want to be here. Right. So it's right. just, it flows, and the kids are able to just, some kids come and do art all day, and some kids go back and forth, and some kids do the ninja course all day. So it's but really, it's not just for fall. summer. Am I right, though, Debbie? It's not just a summer yeah, program. It, is, it isn't for summer. We say when school's out, camp is in. So exactly. On November 11th, on November mm-hmm. 11th, Veterans Day. We are right. going to be in Culver City and have a day of camp, and it's going to be spectacular. Wonderful. So, um, Wonderful. Well, so that, I, thank you for the clarification. So camp. So now we understand that camp isn't something that where, where you send your kids for summer. Camp is where you go after school. And, JT, um, um, let me ask you this. Because well, I, wait, just really so, quick. Camp is not yes. for after school. It's when school is out. If they don't, a school day is out. Okay, so on holidays, why, why, no we school. do camp when there's no school. Oh, it's camp when, when there's, there's no yeah. school. Thank you. Yeah, oh, thank but, you for clearing yeah, that. Yeah. It's now, not after an after school, school, school program. program. No, but we do okay. after school programs. We do do that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe, JT, maybe you could tell us about that. What are your after-school programs that you offer? Oh, we have some fun after-school programs. We have Mighty Acrobats, which is the most popular class in in Los Angeles, which you're Uh talking about our program, because the kids are from pre-K, I mean, uh, TK and kindergarten all the way to up to grade school, and they get to experience their time after school where they've been sitting in class all day, trying to be still, listening to the teacher, and they get to run, and they get to jump, and they get to climb, and they get to dance. We even learned the thriller dance the last three weeks, and today we're going to oh. do it again. Fun. <laughs> so for, That's for, fun. For this, 
this this year, this season of Halloween, which is one of the kids' most favorite um, holidays. And so uh, they look forward to things that are not only athletic but entertaining. And then we also offer a, a class that's not so physical. It's called um, Cup Magic Track and Cup Castles, where you they get it's more of a group games working together um, activity where they get to put together this whole track of cars. And they could build it wherever they want, long turning up and down bridges, and the car. And they, they don't get to use the cars until they work together to build the whole track. And it could oh, be man. across a huge, giant room. And then once they build it, they work together, and they made all their bridges and tunnels. Then they get the cars, and then they get to use them that way. And they also have just those simple red cups that you would drink at a party. Uh, we have cups, like yeah. thousands of those, thousands mm-hmm. of those. They'll be giant, eight foot tall towers and tunnels and bridges where the cars go through and under. And it's another activity where they get to work together and and see what happens and how they react to things when they fall mm-hmm. and break apart. How they how they figure out how they're going to work together. Who's going to be responsible for helping? Who, you know, it's just a really great dynamic that oh, we see. About working it together, is. and um, it's a, it's part of life. It's a part of what you need to to be a a, a, a healthy person in the community. So, Absolutely, um, that's what we try to do. I might mention as as people are listening, if they're listening and they're and they're wanting to like, guys, I need to check this out. For those of you that are listening and you would like to go to their website, to JT and Debbie's website, it's really the initials E C F kids kids.com and you will see a lot of what we've been talking about today to 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 learn more and i think that this is you have a you have a great you have a terrific website um wow this is i i i I feel so oh well you know because you know you're you're a dynamite i told you i told people that you are the power duo i mean you are that's how it works (laughs) I, i feel so energized just listening to what you're talking about and what you're saying and looking at these phenomenal pictures on your website and what kids are doing. Because, you know, yeah, you might learn to jump rope, and maybe you got really good at jumping rope. Maybe you could double dutch, or maybe you were really good at playing <laughs> kickball, or maybe you were really good at doing the rings or the or the monkey bars, or maybe when you were – in middle school, you were on the soccer team, or whatever. I mean, we all have, we all bring our own experiences and our own weather conditions as well that that certainly affect how you do things inside and outside. We're we're very fortunate mm-hmm. where we live, and that weather typically um, doesn't get in the way. We don't have a snow day here, so we you know we don't have to worry about things like that. But and I also. Um, I wanted to I wanted to just ask you this, JT. What are some of the things as you think about this? Because you said you had 20 years of experience before you started EC Kids. What are how do you sort of stand out in a different sort of format from the traditional gymnast gymnastics facilities? What makes you guys a little different? Well, when you come in the door, we know who's coming and we see them and. We say their name like on Cheers. We go, 
Welcome. Hudson has arrived, and everybody screams, Welcome, Hudson. That's <laughs> something that you don't hear anywhere like besides the TV show Cheers, if, <laughs> if you're old enough to know what that is. That's so right. That sets the dynamic right there. Then we have a course set up, a dynamic obstacle course that's like their warm-up. So we don't wait for everybody to arrive and then get in the line and do jumping jacks. We set up the course that's a challenging for them to climb, to go under tunnels, to balance, walk on balance beams, to swing on ropes, and they just get to go around and get to go around. And kids will show you what they need help with, what they're tentative with, what they have, where they lack confidence by just doing. And so the kids that are super shy will stand on the side and we'll just go over to them and say, it's okay when you're ready to come over, you see something fun you want to try, just let us know. And that usually takes about five to seven minutes. (laughs) Everything looks so fun and everybody's having such a great time that, of course, you wouldn't want to just stand around and just watch. So the most shy and slow to warm kids usually gravitate to the the course that we set up because it's bright, it's colorful, it's challenging, it's things that you don't get to do at home or at school or even at the playground because we have, you know, trampolines and all kinds of fun stuff. So um, it's different in that way that it just starts you off with a, a big energized challenge and we Mm -hmm. challenge every kid no matter what level they start at. If you're good at all those things you talked about earlier, that's great. But if we want the kids who are not good at a lot of those things, because then those are the ones that get left behind when they're getting picked, when you're getting picking teams and sports events and things like that. We want those kids to, so they can build up their confidence and not be left behind in, in those activities with their friends or on sports teams. That makes, yeah, that makes right. total it's, sense. It's, it's not about learning the cartwheel. It's about gaining the confidence and empowering every child that they can do anything, and that's what they hear every day from us. Wow. Your parents that send their children to you must love you. Oh, my God. They want us to keep them. They go take them. Yes. Them. We'll take them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> bring them, send them, get, bring them back when they're ready for college. Um, yeah, so so here's, we, we had, here's, here's, here's an interesting quick thing. We did. Sure. Um, when, before COVID, when we had our building and our, you know, with uh, where we were at, and we did a kindergarten uh, camp. We'd never done that. That was like three- and four-year-olds, just them. We did a camp for them for a week, mm. and the parents would come in, and these kids were listening. They would pick up the stuff when we asked them. They were just doing everything that we asked, and the parents were like, how do you do this? And we said, well, because at the beginning of every class, we set expectations. This is what we expect from you today. And we just, that's it. And we are, he and I, JT and I are a team. They cannot play us like mom and dad. We both mm-hmm. say the same thing. <laughs> there you and go. And these parents were just, they just wanted to give us their two-year-olds. I mean, you know, it's just kids are so amazing and they're smart. You give them expectations and you don't make it a big deal. You just say, this is what we're doing. This is what I expect. 
respect out of you, and they rise to the occasion. They're like sponges, aren't they? They are. They're amazing. They are. Well, you know, you're not trying to do homework. You're not trying to say to them, go clean your room. You're not saying to them, go wash your hands, go brush your teeth, you know, go feed the dog. You, you are, you, you're, the, you're the fun mom and dad. <laughs> you're the ones that are using terms like expectations. How many times would, we, would you think that parents would say, to, you know, I'm expecting you to clean your room today and this is how you dust? You know, I, you know, I just, I, I think that the, your whole vibe, your whole, your whole reasoning behind this, I, I think, like you said earlier, Debbie, that because you did have a Girl Scout troop with, with many levels of, of, of young girls that, that you were with, and because you recognize that everybody brings different skills to the table, not everybody's going to be able to push a ball or stand on their hands with their legs on a wall behind them. That means that doesn't mean they can't try, but you know, it I think that the environment that you offer is is just tremendous and I I would encourage people to visit your website and and while we're talking about that um because all of a sudden we're going to be out of time and it's like, "Oh my god, I didn't even ask about this." So I wanted to spend a little bit of time on the nutrition because we're talking about the things that um, that kids are doing coming to you because we are local. We we live in the same regional area, but we've got people that mm-hmm. listen to other parts of in the country, and maybe they're going, "Well, dang, I don't know how I'm going to do this." But is it true that when when you do your nutrition side or other parts? that you can um, involve people that are not local. Could you, could you talk about that? Um, absolutely, we can. So when COVID hit, we did 30 days of EC Kids on Facebook Live. So we did, I think it was 30, 40 minutes sometimes an hour if we were cooking in the kitchen. And part of it is cooking. There's um, cauliflower pizza making. We have, I believe, uh, sushi making vegetarian, obviously. And then, I mean, all kinds of stuff, exercise, gymnastics. We did um, some crafts, I believe, just all kinds of fun stuff mixed in with JT and I both. And so you can watch those. They're Mm -hmm. hilarious because at my daughter's house, she's got these dogs that are all over and they're beautiful, big dogs. So they I make cameos, them. and you know, and JT is just hilarious. He's he's um, <laughs> they're just funny to watch. Um, and the kids, you can do it with your kids, and you know, just make nutrition fun. And I used to tell my kids, taste buds change. That's what I would tell them. I don't like that. Well, you know, taste buds change, and I give them just a teaspoon of something. <laughs> Can you try it today? You know, and then also expectations. You know, if they're not going to mm-hmm. eat the spinach, there's so many different ways to do it. Make a smoothie with them. We found out that when the kids make their food and make their smoothies, they will eat and drink them. That's what right. they do at camp. They get to do that at camp. All the kids. And, you know, a lot of kids have texture. I mean, we have typical kids. We have kids of all abilities. And um, it just works. Parents are so surprised and shocked 
how the kids are eating a green smoothie with two cups of spinach in it. So, that you know, when you do things like that and allow them to participate, it's amazing what they'll, that the kids, they'll just soak it up and they'll be, you know, it's a good, it's a good time in the kitchen. It is, and that's that, that's that whole trickle up you were talking about earlier. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, so, JT, mm-hmm. I've, I've got a couple of questions regarding the actual location and things like that. So I, I heard Deb mention that you you had a brick-and-mortar place at one point. Now you're – am I right about that? At one point you had a brick-and-mortar place? Oh, yeah. We okay. did. We shared a brick-and-mortar place that's gone now. Okay. And then, and then you went to the park. So now you're considered more like a mobile gym. But are you are you looking? Are you guys looking, uh, JT? Are you looking for a location where you can actually back be back indoors somewhere? Oh yeah, um, we have a phenomenal architect that designed amazing um, uh, floor plans for our building, whatever we get it. And uh, we were in the process of getting out all our use permits and everything. And our main goal was to get into the uh, old ice skating arena oh, in Culver City. Yes. And so we've been doing deals with them for a long time, before COVID, during COVID, after COVID, and then we decided to um, take a step back, uh, you know, to, to just make sure we wait for till safety, For we, safety, we, just kind of, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, we, I'm looking we, at the rendering. I didn't realize, I, I you know, I'm sorry to make this personal now but being that i've lived in this community my entire life that's the (laughs) ice skating rink is where you went when you went like you did kind of like a group date and then the kings actually skated there for a while the the professional teams classic spot it is definitely an iconic spot i'm looking at your rendering and um, I, I hope that that can happen for you. I, 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 really, I really do hope that that is a, a reality that can happen for you guys. But since it's not physically there right now, why don't you guys talk about, you know, Ninja? And maybe somebody's not even familiar with what we mean when we talk about Ninja Fitness. Yeah, Ninja is something that came about uh, about six, seven years ago, eight years ago, maybe more. But it's been very popular because it's a cross between uh, parkour and stunts and a little bit more adventurous than gymnastics. It takes it to a different level where you're climbing walls, uh, jumping from ring to ring, swinging, traversing from wall to wall, things like that, and you landing uh, precision jumping where you're jumping off of one thing and landing onto another thing. And so it's just, it's not only dynamic and exciting, it builds lots of upper body strength, lots of balance, lots of coordination. It's like the legendary ninjas who climb up the walls and run over the roofs and throw darts and things like that. So it, it, it kind of came from that uh, type of uh, element. And then um, so, but now there's competitions all over the world and ninja is so popular. And we have an element of ninja warriors. We still do. We have the one and only um, two-level inflatable warped wall that's 14 mm. foot high that the kids 
are challenged. So there's two levels, a lower level for the younger kids and a really high level for the older kids, and they have to run up and try to get up it. And it's not just about physically getting up there. It's about how you handle obstacles when they come in your way. We see that with all the kids. And that's what it's all about. It's like um, we're going to have to do that in life. We're going to have obstacles come our way. And when we see kids handling it, whether it's uh, you know easily or if they're really having a difficult time, we can help them right now and give them tools to be able to get through these little obstacles now and which will last them a lifetime. It's Absolutely. so true. It's not just the physical obstacle. It's it's the mental obstacle that you, mm-hmm. that you're talking with mm-hmm. as well, which is like you mm-hmm. said, it it it's it's it stays for life. I'm looking at that big wall, and you know, for those of us <laughs> that watch that show, it's like okay, well, enjoy that because uh, I mean, I, I thought I was pretty um, fantastic that I zip lined in Alaska and thought I was going to die, but I didn't. I did it, and I was glad I did it, but I was certainly frightened about it. it. Oh, my God, I just, I did do it. But um, it sounds like you guys are doing so many wonderful, wonderful things. Okay, so, okay, Debbie, so um, Grover here offered, asked me to, he thought this might be a really fun question for you, and I'm kind of curious. This sounds like a personal <laughs> thing. So, Debbie, um, who's the better swimmer? <laughs> now, why is that funny? <laughs> oh, my God. So, he's just lucky that when I was little, my mom and dad in Arizona would drive us up to the Gila River and just let us swim down it <laughs> without an inner tube. Um, wow. And I don't panic. So, yes, I am definitely the better swimmer. And... I will not take JT swimming in the ocean ever again. We, um, on our honeymoon, we went to Hawaii, and the second day we were there, we hadn't even done anything yet. First thing we were going to do is just go out and go snorkeling just around the bend, and there was people everywhere. I meet out in the water and on the beach, and he and I got in the water, and we were holding hands and swimming, and... We decided we get out there and like, all right, well, we should probably head back now. And I start heading back and I turn around and he's not with me. Uh-oh. So by the time I got to him, it was um, pretty, uh, you know. Anyways, long story short, I swam with him <laughs> to the shore and somebody with a surfboard and we got help. We went to the, we spent the honeymoon in the hospital. Oh, Hawaii the entire week, and um, yeah, he is not allowed to go in the water. <laughs> Dang! Wow, no wonder you wanted me to ask that question. That, I mean, I'm glad it had a good ending. Holy cow! But you know what? Amazing. If you ask me, it was the best honeymoon ever because I came back with JT. You I don't bet. know what happened. I came back with him. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. So, and this, yeah, he got pneumonia. He had all kinds of stuff. He's on the Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> you know, this is, this is just, I, you know, I can't wait till we physically meet each other in person because there's no reason why we can't do that. There's plenty of places where right. we can meet outside and, and meet. 
But Absolutely. It, just the way you spun that story, that is just <laughs> another example. I mean, you, you, if you, if you were phony, if either one of you were not authentic, and were speaking out of both sides of your mouth, like, well, this is a good business proposition. I don't really believe this stuff, but I'm going to teach it anyway. And I'm glad I didn't use any swear words right there because I felt it starting to come out. Um, I did, but I held my breath. I mean, I just didn't. But what I'm what I'm saying is that because you are real, because you keep it real. Because you are authentic. That's why parents trust you. Now, the parents have to trust you. Those kids are not paying to go where you are. You've got to start with the, you've gotta, gotta start with the parent. The parent has to get started there. But it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if, the, if it's free or it's costing a bazillion dollars. If the kids don't trust you, it doesn't matter if it's free or it costs. So you have to win everybody over. And the only way that you can do that is by what I would say, keeping it real. That you, you're not mm-hmm. wondering what you're doing. You know what your focus is. You know what your, what your intentions are, what your expectations are. Just your uh, vocabulary alone suggests that. And to be able to combine nutrition, to be able to combine um, movement, to be able to to combine entertainment by writing your own music because that's what you do too. I mean, what a dream job. What a dream life you guys are living. Oh, it's not it work. It really enough. is. It is just not work. We love what we do so much. We just can't believe it. I mean, it's just – and we <laughs> – funny thing is we have such high expectations for ourselves and what we do. We'll put on the best day ever and everyone's complimenting us and we'll walk away and go, now what can we do better tomorrow? That's how we do it. And we just, how can we raise the bar? So when those kids walk in, they're just, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. So there you are in Arizona. Here we are in California you guys have um, very productive lives, and there's no doubt about that. But no pun intended here, you guys. How do you balance all of what you do to keep yourself grounded, no pun intended, there either? How do you, what do you guys do to, to stay in balance personally? Um. As far as working and living together and spending every minute like that <laughs> retrospect, um, a lot of people ask us that question, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And I honestly can't imagine my day without JT. He's my rock. He's my, my calm. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I, I just, we work so well as a team and we respect each other so much. That's the biggest thing. The same things that we're teaching the kids about respect we we actually we do that you know we respect each other so much and each other's talents and i don't expect anything of him and vice versa i just you know support him and he supports me and 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 we both have different um abilities and strengths and so it it just works so well wow how would you yeah, answer that and JK? i can't sleep without her 
she's in, she's in Arizona, so I can't sleep. Oh, man. <laughs> but, no, she's doing a, a great craft show with her daughter, and they're, they're at the McDonald's Ranch in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh. And uh, they're doing uh, velvet pumpkins that create it, and they're amazing. So if you're in the Arizona area, and you're going to the uh, McDonald's Ranch, go to see Debbie. She'll be there this weekend. And yep. uh, you can get some cool velvet pumpkins and some pumpkins. You can see that on uh, Yep, we, we created the pumpkin. A pumpkin is a fuzzy <laughs> pumpkin uh-huh. with googly eyes and a real stem from the ranch for, for a memory. And we created the pumpkins, and they're doing very well out there. And they're all getting very good homes from these wonderful little kids coming up to adopt them and take them home. Wow, that's that's <laughs> so that's so cool. You know, you do have to come home because I just understand your husband can't sleep without you, so um, he's tired. <laughs> no, neither one of us. We just, you know what? It's just having the person in the room, you know, or in the house. I get you know, it. It's, it's not even, yeah. It's, it's really, I um, I get it. I, I we can exhale. I can exhale. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. funny um how conversations can morph. Um I don't I mm-hmm. I have to plan ahead of time or I would be telling you about the raccoons on my lawn this morning. I I have to try and keep this um about you guys. But sometimes um words happen, a sentence might mm-hmm. be said and um, you can probably hear that in my voice um, mm-hmm. because what you said about your husband is what I always said about mine. He was the rock. Mm. Now, that's very true. Now, where the humor comes in here in our marriage is that I was the mouth. I am because I'm still alive. I am the mouthpiece. But in our marriage, <laughs> as an engineer... You get this. He was the rock, and I was uh-huh. the mouthpiece. So depending upon what you needed, <laughs> depended upon who you went to when you were a kid. And, I mean, my kids exactly. lived into their 30s before my husband passed. But, um, there, Deb, there is something about knowing. And sometimes maybe the woman is the rock. But, you know, I'm not trying to make that gender-specific. But when you said that about JT, um, and people that know me personally would know that I couldn't hear that and not respond to that. So thank you for bringing him into this story today. Because, oh, you know, you know I, I didn't plan on being a podcaster while he was still alive, clearly. It's not that I didn't have a life, but, you know, we did things together like you, like you guys talk mm-hmm. about. So, um, you know, I guess I would just say that if we were going to say anything in closing, what would be the what would be the message that that you either one of you would like to say about about what it is that you do? What what's your what's your takeaway? What do you want people to know about what you do? Well, if you you're a champion for kids, I just want you to know that that you. Everything must count, um, not just the thing that you do or the thing that they like to do. There's so many levels to, to to kids and parenting, and parenting is hard. So get find resources, mm-hmm. find positive uh, programs, 
and let your kids thrive because there are limitless possibilities for them in their futures. So that's what I would say. Let them dream, believe, and achieve. You should write a song about that. Oh, okay. That's great. You know, let me ask you. You know, that's a song about dream, believe, achieve. Where can we hear that? Where can we actually hear that song? Dream, believe, achieve is on our website, Uh uh, ecfkids.com slash music on the music page, and you'll see a fun video with that one where kids are they're they're saying one kid is uh, autistic and he he never was able to fly and his parents couldn't go. Um, to back home, so he went in uh-huh. a helicopter with us for the first time. We took him on a, a trip to helicopter rides, and then he believed that he can actually fly, drive it, wow. drive it. And so he 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 dreamed it. So we yeah, there you can see that song. I see that right now. I, I'm mm-hmm. on your website right now. I will I will hyperlink that so that if people want to just listen to it, because I can tell you as we say goodbye. It's what I'm going to do when when we okay. um, say our goodbyes because dream, believe, and achieve. Um, that's just beautiful. I, I mean, it's just it, it's it's beautiful, and I am so very very grateful that 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 Debbie. I know your plans kind of got um, different for you today, and that you were you know intending mm-hmm. to be home at this point, but you're. You'll you'll be leaving later today, and hopefully by then the weather will um, have improved. And I just want to thank both of you so very much for taking the time for being part of this with me today because I think what you do is just phenomenal. Thank you for having us. I appreciate you. Really, and I look forward to an in-person meeting at some time down the road. So best of luck Let's as you continue. It. Let's do that. And to all of you, as we um, say goodbye on this 25th of October, um, the next time we'll be together will be after Halloween. So be safe out there. Do whatever is right for you and your families. Take care of yourselves and one another. And I'll look forward to having all of you join me again next week. Thanks again, you guys. And bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much. You're, You're welcome.